Hemshech Chaim Beis. We're uh, in the process of reviewing chapter 69 and 70 in comparison to one of the key sources of these chapters, and that is Shar HaTfila, in the book called Shari Tshuva from the Mitla Rebbe. There's a Shar HaTfila, not to be confused with the Shar HaTfila in Derech Chaim. So there's a Shar HaTfila, Gate of Prayer, chapters um, 7 and and on, 7, 8, 9, 10, which all explain Baruch Sha'amar and Pesukah de Zimra. And uh, we learned the first chapter 7 and compared it to chapter 69 in Ayin Beis. And the key comparison, the key point is the following. That uh, the, the Rebbe the the Reb, the Reb Rashab's context, just to put things back in context, is to understand the impact of the transcendent forces of the Ur Makiv, the Ur Sevav, on our existence. And as such, he was discussing the impact on the different levels. And before getting into the details of the impact of the Kesser of Bria, Yitzir, and Asiya, the crown, the desire of those worlds, he went back to explain in more detail the levels that we're discussing here. Basically, the process, all the way from Ein Seif, before there's any desire, before not in time, conceptually, from the perspective of the divine, as a desire, before the, a desire arises, and then the desire, and then desire starts taking shape, and how that creates existence, so, he, so that will lead us, obviously, into the specific levels of that desire. So, so far, what have we covered in, in uh, Ayin Beis? Ayin Beis, we've covered the Keser and the Makif of Tehiri Allah, which is the infinite divine light before the Tzimtzum, the Eagle Hagadol, the Great Sphere. We've discussed the impact of Tehira Tata, the Makif of Adam Kadman, which is the Ratzon Kloli, a second Ratzon Kloli, but now after the Tzimtzum, a general desire that encompasses in one snapshot, in one picture, the entire existence. That's Adam Kadman. We've discussed, what I just said now is chapters uh, 60 and 61 was Adam Kadman, 62 was the impact of uh, Tehira Law, if I recall correctly. Right, and uh, and then moved over to now going into the specifics of Kesser Vatsilas, the effect of the desire, the market for Vatsilas was chapter 60, um, uh, 67. Okay. 68 was a summary of everything before, and 69 and 70, which we're learning now, process learning and finished learning, is the discussion, and now he's adding also how it fits into the prayer, into the tefillah, Baruch Sha'amar, and the end of, that's the beginning of Pesukah de Zimra, and the conclusion, which we say before Shema, the Racham Aleinu, all those levels are going to refer to the specific worlds of Atzilus, Bri Yitzir, But to go there, he went back to the source. So briefly, this is what we also learned in Sharat Fila from the Mitla Rebbe. Briefly, when he says Baruch Sha'amar Vahoy Ha'elam, is referring to the first awakening, the first stimulation of a general desire for existence. So Baruch Sham, like he says in the Mitla Rebbe's words, you cannot say he's saying this Amira is a because it's just like 
This is the from Mehela Matzmus Elove the Pchinas Amira Batzmus. This is from the concealment where the where so called the, the the essence of the divine, nothing has yet expressed itself. So the first expression Amira is the first level. But he says that Amira he says. You can't call it actual speaking because you're not talking about any existence yet. You're talking all within the essence. You don't even have ten spheres that have yet emanated. We read Abchinus Hadin. I saw, I noticed that another manuscript, it should say Abchinus Hadibur. Because Din seems like a little out of place here. You could say Din is Malchus and Din is Tzimtzum. But elsewhere it says Abchinus Hadibur. Which of course Dibur and Amira, but there's also connected to Din because concealing the the infinite light and allowing to speak is requires a Din. But okay, Mechinz Malchus Datzilus, that's a Malchus Datzilus. So how could you say when you say Baruch Shomar Vahoya Elam? That's why he says. And then and and okay, Baruch. Now you could say okay, well this Amira is still not creating; it's not actual creation; it's only speaking. It says Gam Amira Zub Mechinz like he said in Ayin Beis, that Amir is Belev. So you can also say Ayin Beis is actually explaining what he means here. Makshava Varotza means Belev. It's not actual Dibur yet. Like later, Baruch Geyser Mekayim, and Baruch Shammar later will say, Geyser Mekayim, he decrees with words. So here's been Belev. So Gari Gam Rosna Hatzadan Lo Yehoya. So that's why Yeshleim, that's why we can say that the meaning of Shammar Vahoya Elam, it means that that in the Helama Atmos, where everything is still concealed, or in the words of the Ayin Beis in chapter 69, in Eirein Sof, which is seamless, not Rotzen. Remember, we spoke not like the Rameh of Pana, who says that Ein Sof, when we talk about Eirein Sof, Ein Sof, there's a level that's outside of Atmos, he calls it Keser, or Rotzen, desire. Here we're talking about Eirein Sof that's higher than desire, higher than any name or description. In that Eirein Sof, should arouse a Desire, that's Baruch Sha'amar Vahoya Elam. What he says here in the Haggah, in the Charatfila, in the in the gloss, in the Rebbe Rashab elaborates on that this is the same thing. We would say Bareshra Manusa de Malka in the beginning. There was the permission and the desire of the king, which implies that there was a state before that. Like he says in Aitzchaim, Torah Mishanatsala, before anything emanated. So we have then, Ola Britsenei. Okay. Or as he says a little later, Shir Atzmei Bekoyach, he envisions and he allocates within himself and estimates what will Masha Osid, what will come out in the future. It's apparent from the Haggah, from the Mitla Rebbe, that Osid also is the word Vahoya. Like he says, Baruch Shamar Vahoya, the future. It looks like that's what he means. So that adds also that element, Vahoya. The future. Future meaning, of course, not in time, but he's envisioning what will come. So that's Baruch Shamar Vahayayalam. It's referring to this, as the words here, like it says, that is the Baruch Shamar So he says, and that desire itself was before it was concealed, even higher than a level of Ratzin. So therefore you need to have some type of tzimtzum batzmusi, the way he calls it, is that it should come out revealed from what was concealed.
In Ayin Beis, the language is that there should be some type of rotsin. But as we'll soon see, this is not the Ayin Beis language. It's not even a gil. It's not a gili la'atzma yet. That will be baruchu. Baruchu is going to be that he sees it and senses it himself. This is just that something has has moved into the level of rotsin. The next chapter is going to say that's not even revealed to himself. And in Taratula, he didn't say that yet. We'll soon see what he says in the next chapter. Anyway. And then the end of this chapter 7 in Sharat Filah, which is similar to the, which is actually cited actual language in chapter 69, is the two meanings in Vahaya. Does it mean Asid on the future? And the Rebbe Rashab explains it length in a parenthesis here. Or does it mean Vahaya Shemiyad, immediately it, the, the, immediately it um, brings into being the, the desire that engraved Golav Galifa B'tihiri Allah. Which he said he'll explain later, the Rebbe Rashab. So now, we learned then in chapter 70 in Ayan Bays, the next thing was the discussion of. Okay, so that's the first step. So now we understand Baruch Sha'amar Vahaya Elam. But now comes Baruch Hu. What does Baruch Hu add? That Baruch Sha'amar Vahaya Elam is all within, it's not the level of Ere and Sov, but it's still a Ratan, as he says. It encompasses all the details, but it's a Ratan Kvali that in general is not even yet revealed to himself. When I say not revealed to himself, obviously God knows everything, but we're talking about in some type of conscious way, that he, could, that he can at least speak about it in terms of, of a, 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 some, some type of revelation. So what's the revelation himself? That's Baruch Hu. Baruch Hu, I'm reading now from Ayin Beis, Shaham Shachas HaHelem, Malagilu HaHenosh, Zeshayich, Zeshayich, Behelem, Baratzin, Yovile Degilu LaAtzmei. And that's now the Hashara B'Kayach. So the Ratzin that we spoke about before, the desire is a desire for existence. Before that, there's no such desire. Now that desire has now shaped something, relatively speaking. We're not talking about shape because it's still all before the, before the symptom. But this is Hashara B'Kayach. This is where the actual have the Chikik, as he calls it, the engraving. Then he continues in chapter 7 and says three more levels that come now afterwards. That's all before the Tzimtzum. Then comes Baruch Eimer uh, Ve'eise is Adam Kadman. Then Baruch Gezer Ve'kayom is Yitzirah Deklolos. Adam Kadman is Bria Deklolos. Yitzirah Deklolos. And Baruch Eise Bereshis is Atzilus Deklolos, Reshis and Chachma. That's a summary of chapter 70. Now we're going to look at Sharat Fila and see how he explains this, which is, as I said, the source for what it says here. And, um, and we'll see that there's some differences. But it's, good, it's excellent for contrast because you really get a sense. Because so far, more or less, the Ayin Bayes really explains the Sharat Fila and we get that those two first two levels. The first level, actually, I should say. The first one level. Okay. We continue now, Sharat. you have any questions? Huh? Okay. So now chapter 8 in Shara Tfila from the Mittler Rebbe. It's, if you're looking inside the book, it's page 26b. Again, this is the Sefer called Shari Tshuva. 
When we say Derechayim, which is another Sefer Mitlerb, is often referred to as Chele Gimel of Shari Tshuva. So anyway, Shari Tshuva, which is um, Mitlerb, published in his lifetime. So he says now, chapter eight. Very similar to how the beginning of chapter seventy begins. Chapter seventy and Ayin Beis begins. Because he's setting the stage to take from the Rotzen to bring to Baruch Hu, to bring it into Shir Atzmei Bekayach into into a distinct a distinct structure in his mind still. Just to make this a little more palatable, think of the artist. There's the state of the artist that he's just a field of energy. Then the artist has determined that he wants to create art, but it doesn't say what kind of art. Even to himself, he doesn't yet know. He just knows that he has a desire to create art. Now, this doesn't mean, of course, the goal is going to be the end process, so he knows what he wants. But we're talking about God wants it, and as we keep saying, in a structured way that we should be able to trace the steps. So one step at a time. The first step in the process is just a general desire. The second step is Baruch Hu, as he says, because the first step is just is just kol kol apratim. So similar, compare that to the first line here in chapter eight. Exactly like he says here. I'm just comparing the two. We say Omar. It doesn't say ten Asarimamaris, ten Mamaris. It says Omar. Commission Kosov Loshan. Shaomar. Baruch Shaomar. Amira Achas Lavad. One utterance. One statement, so to speak. The Nechla Klaharbi Mamaris. And this divides into many different utterances. As we see, in actuality, this is not going to remain one utterance. We're going to have, as we know, So we see practically, we see a world that is filled with detail. So when once there's going to be Befrat, there's going to be many. So what's the Maimar Echot? She says, Because Natsmuse. Here he means Atzmuse, meaning the Eirein Soflifni had Simpson. And that state, it's still all encompassed in one mimer. And when it needs, and when it necessitates to come into a full, complete revelation, that's when it becomes distinguishable and distinct. The, the, the divisions, the differentiation of the general mimer of the all-encompassing macrocosmic mimer utterance into detailed details. And the klal then radiates and illuminates into the details. What he means here is saying 
that the detail is encompassed in the klal, but it's completely in a state of concealment, because there it's all included in that one mimer. So if you look at it, you see one mimer, you hear one mimer, you don't yet see distinctions of all the levels. And we'll understand this like an example. See, here he's elaborating more than he does in Ayin Beis on, on, on these two states. One where is the Maimer Echad, the Klal, and then how it comes into Pratim. So he gives an example. When a person is still thinking inside himself, that, they want to, that, that there's a desire, a general desire, Livnei's Binyan. To build a structure, to build a home, to build a structure, actually, Binyan is not a home, bias, it's Binyan. All it is, is a general desire to build. And it's not yet distinct, the details of the structure, the details of its parts. How and what he's going to build. And for what what may time for what which reason? and what method and what form? So all he has is his general desire, it doesn't have this breakdown. It's interesting to compare the two languages. Here is you know the Ayan Bez is much more succinct. So even though that Behelam concealed all these details are that all these details are concealed are 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 definitely in a state of concealment within the general desire, within the atmos, within the essence of the desirer, the person who's desiring, or in this case the Irdain Sof, of But they're not known and they're not revealed. So the Ayin Beis, he's saying that not means he's not even known to himself, because that's not he didn't say that language here. But it's apparent that's what he means. Because they're united and they're all encompassed in that general concealment of the rotsin, of the desire. As if they're not yet in existence. But, 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 however, when when the time comes when the, the, the you have when the, when, the, when, the, when you have to bring into action this desire miyad ba haaris erarotz nakloli hazeh leprote chalakov chalakov immediately this radiance the illumination of this energy of the desire the general desire comes into the detailed prote chalakov the the details of the sections. How and what should be built? Whatever reason, and for what reason? He doesn't mean reason, he probably means what taste. Like, you know, what particular taste this structure should be like, this room, and so on. And what form? How it should be done. How and what? From what reason? And what, not, not, what 
way it will manifest. And the cloud is not detached. Now that the details are coming out, they're all being informed by the cloud. I'm sorry. Because if this has to come into action, actual actuality, what's coming into actuality? There's no disconnect here, like something, like there's a desire in one place and then and actuality is a completely different one. What's happening now, the same desire which was concealed before is now manifesting an actualization to radiate in the details. So the details, you say, you say the, uh, the, everything that's in the prat, everything in the prat is there before in the klal. Except you can't say within the klal you see the prat. It's similar to what we learned earlier. If you remember in Ayin Beis, we learned that Rotson, the way Rotson works, is who tough is bay ain't ain't called over tough is bay. Nothing can grasp it, but it grasps everything. Rotson controls the entire body, but none of it controls the desire. Meaning, it's not a reciprocal relationship. So the Rutzen is the driving force. The paradox here is that while it's Rutzen concealed, there are no details. But the details are all coming out from that Rutzen. Take away that Rutzen and all the details stop as well. So that's what he's saying here. So what informs the details is the general Rutzen. And without it, it's impossible to come bring it into mice into action. The next page. So now we move to the next page and page chapter fifty-two or tzchavov gimel. That's the moshel he gave. So he gave now a moshel of what is being discussed in Ayin Beis, the moving from the rotsen kloli, what he calls the rotsen to the protein, what the Rebbe Rashab calls gilil atzme. To, to, I'm sorry, not Gili Laatzme, only a Gili, without, not Gili Laatzme. Right. And and then, then the Gili Laatzme, which is going to be the Baruchu. Or the Shir Atzmei B'Kayach. That's the Ayin Beis. Now he goes, continues the Mitla Rebbe, and now he's going to go back to the Nimshel. It says, V'kach Yuvan Lamayla, same as understood above, Kisha'ol Abrit Sayinei HaPashit, B'chlal, Ba'atzmei Sayinei Sof. When it arose in this simple desire in general, Ba'atzmei Sayinei Sof, that's Eirein Sof, Sheyiyah Heilam B'chlal, that the world should be exist in general, like you know, the artist wants the world, Desires it. All the details of existence are included in there, concealed. And when it needs to come into action, when does it come into action? It's after the tzimtzum. That state is called, after the tzimtzum, called mokimponi, an empty space for cholo, in a hole. That's when it comes into action. Right now, it's not yet action. But in order for it to come into action, it needs to go, it needs to now, he's going to speak, So it needs to come into action, which is after the tzimtzum, 
that what that it should radiate from the the concealed hidden desire within the etzem should come the gili gomer should come to total revelation so here he says canal that this is the gili into what is called shir atzmei bekeach where he allocated or envisioned and estimated within himself the structure of existence. So when this takes place, in other words, so everything began first the desire, everything was concealed. It concealed all the details. And now, when it needs to come into action, which is after the tzimtzum, and this gili is called shiras mebukeyach, he says, You have to say that the energy from the general desire, which was originally concealed, radiates out into the details. And this is the meaning of Baruch Emer Ve'esa. So right there you see, it's now diverged from what it said in Ayim Beis. Ayim Beis said this is Baruch Hu. And here he says Baruch Emer Ve'esa. Like skipping a step. But as we shall soon see, he goes about it a little differently. And he's going to say that before Baruch Emer Ve'esa, there's a mamutza between the two. And that's Baruch Hu. So right now, if you didn't learn Ayin Beis and just read this, how would we interpret it? Okay. Baruch Asha Amar Vahoya Olam is the Rats and Klali when everything is concealed. And now, when it used to come into action after the Tzimtzum. So the Rats and Klal, this is Baruch Amar Vahesa. What does that mean? That the Amar, the one that said, Baruch Asha Amar Vahoya Olam, is now informing the details in the world Asa. But a blessed is the one that says, that says and does and creates. Which means that from the general utterance, that's the definition of Baruch Eimer Ve'esa. That Baruch Eimer is referring to the same Eimer of Baruch Sha'amar. So Baruch Sha'amar Vahoya Elam which there was all concealed, is now that Eimer is now informing the Eisad. It's coming into Eisad. Not the way it was before in the essence. There, the Maisa was not separate from the Klal. It was all encompassed. The Klal Amirim, sorry. It was not separate from the general Amirim. It was all included within it. One minute. So, like he said before, that now when it comes out, and now the prat once it comes out is not encompassed in the klal as it was encompassed in the concealment, where it's all concealed. So that's what Baruch Emir Ve'esa adds. Because you want to have, remember, he said the expression. What did he say? In the previous chapter in Sharat Fili, he said, What is the Amira? The same language I'm based sites. 
is that there should be and something nivdal matzmuse. Now we understand the emphasis of that because as long as it's a desire, it's not nivdal. So here you have a beautiful depiction of the interface. Because again, you can always ask the question, why do we need all these levels? God desires and it creates. Or God desires and right away there's details. Because you want to have both things. If there was no, if there was a, too big of a jump, you could not have that something should be both separate and should be able to reconnect to its source. If the artist just desired immediately from desire, right away details, picture, you never can connect back to the essence of the artist. So you want to have two things here. On one hand, for it to be nivdal, separate, it has to be outside of the intensity of the unifying and all-encompassing desire. And then, there's the level that it can reconnect. On the other hand, it's being informed by that state. So you have something where, where basically all of existence is encompassed in the source, even, the, even all its details, but in its source, it's not a reality as we know it, as a separate entity which will emerge after the tzimtzum. So for it to be a separate entity, emerge after the tzimtzum, you need to have step two. And step two is that it comes into Baruch Emer Ve'esha, as he says here. Now, and, and in truth, because you could say Baruch Emer Ve'esha is talking after the tzimtzum, which he calls in Ayin Be'ez, Ak. But right now, and, and Baruch Hu is the in-between place, the Shiratmi. Right now, in the language of the Mitla Rebbe, it's hard to distinguish this because he says right away, he says, and then he goes right over and speaks after the symptom. So it's not clear is he talking after the symptom, before the symptom. But bottom line, it's clear, one thing is for sure clear, that a Ratzon Kholi, which was concealed, has now, um, uh, uh, is now manifesting and informing a Ratzon Prati, which is Nivdal. Not united all within this, that source. Okay. <clears throat> And that's why in the first stage we only say Baruch Sha'amar Levad. Blessed is the one that's stated, that's said. Why? And doesn't mention Maise, as opposed to the Baruch Emer And after when it has to come into revelation, the Klal comes, is, emerges, Yotza. Uh, you can say it exits actually. Yotza goes out, meaning it it extends outward. Lahoye beflat radiate illuminate the details. Okay, so we have here the two baruch shama vaya omar. That omar then is emer vaisa into the details. It's not clear exactly where that level is here. When I am based, it's clear that baruch shama is after a symptom. And, and Baruch Hu, the in-between is before, but he didn't say that yet here in Sharat Fila. Then he continues and says like this. Besides this Klal and Prat that he just described. In other words, in Baruch Sha'amar Vahayelam, it's a Klal. It's all encompassed in a very general sense. Everything's there, but it's all concealed. Then the Prat, he's saying now another thing. Understand, we also understand something else. It's an additional point he makes here. Shigam kipshute. That even kipshute, in a literal sense, 
בבחינת המייסה בכלל, גם כן הנה יש רוצן הנלם בעצמוס. בבחינת המייסה בכלל, גם כן הנה יש אוקיי. And that the cloud, the rotsen that's concealed, informs the details, there's something that is not yet defined in the rotsen. So right now, till now, we can say like this. The rotsen has a desire. It's concealed. For it to come revealed, you need to have step two, which is Baruch Eimer Ve'oysa, to connect it to the actions, the details. But the only distinction you can say is one is completely concealed, one is revealed. He's saying, no, there's another distinction. And that distinction is that the desire can still change. And in Asiyah, it's finalized. That's what he's saying. Okay. He's going to say this now. I'm going to read it. It says, he says, Like we see also literally what can happen. And the action in general, within it, of course, is the concealed desire, that's Atmos, that does not come into action at all. In other words, there's something that's removed. And it only remains in a state of desire itself. And the thing comes under question. If he should, do, he should, if he should actualize this desire, He can still come to change things. However, once, in order for there not to be any change, and the Ratzin desire should be transmitted in order to come into action, that's the union of Eimer V'Eisa. He says, and he does, 
Omar Ba'atzma Shalohi Yirak Rotson Levav Et Sarek Lishimtzma Shalohi Okay so, I mean, the language needs to be clarified. But because he already had the Omar Ba'atzme. He had within himself, he already had the desire. But there was just a desire. And he needs to require to have a concealment. A second step. A second transmission. Not just that he generally desires it. That the Rotsons should now want the action. In other words, what he's saying here, what appears to me he's saying at least, is that there's almost two desires here. One is that an Aryan self which was completely beyond it all arose a desire, arose a desire for existence. That desire is concealed. All the details going there. Then comes, they become revealed after the tzimtzum, as he said, Baruch But he says something else now. That desire on its own, just leaving it on its own, before it comes into action, can still go through a change. A change, I don't know if he means a change in the structure, to be a different structure. It could be a change that the desire won't come into action. In other words, you could leave something in a state of desire, like an artist, and then he just then he, then he doesn't f- follow up. So now he's saying, so he needs a second desire, a second stage that actually takes that initial desire, and that's Omar Vaishya that got some lavav. So at least seems some shachshenis and got some lamaisa. I know Baruch Hu It's a little more emphasis on explaining. In other words, the process, how it goes from the states of Rotson to the next state of, uh, of actuality. Huh? Yeah. The Shinui is not clear what he means by Shinui, but clearly he means it's not, in other words, it's not some definite thing. It's not just an inevit- inevitability that the Rotson is just going to go into Gili Pratim. There is, no, because you could argue, I'll tell you why, you could say, Baruch Sha'amr Vahaya Elam Vaesa. Why do you need another Baruch Amr Vaesa? You could say, Blessed is the one that said there should be a world. Okay, that's Ratzon. And Vaisa, and then comes a world. Is apparently, this explains Baruch Eimer Vaisa, that you need another Baruch. You need another Hamshacha. Right, you need another Hamshacha. In other words, because, again, God can do anything He wants, but we're talking about the way He's doing it in an orderly way. The artist can desire art, and then he could get distracted, or, or it may not come out right away, or whatever it may be. So that's why you need another, that's what he means by Shin, that's why you need Baruch Eimer Ve'oisa, another, that that Eimer, a Baruch Sha'amar, it's still that Eimer, but another Hamshacha that's telling it to become an Oisa. It's conceivable. What does that mean? Everything's conceivable. Remember, we're talking here the way God wants it structured. Yes, it's conceivable. Not conceivable that it won't come out. It means there's a state where it's not yet bound with existence. That's what it really means. It's not bound to existence yet. No, no, Ashak Vitari, I think what, 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 compared to what he said before, um, well, look, I told you, Tzimach Tzedek said Ashak Vitari is like he asks Chesed and Emes, should he create, should he not create? We have in Medrash where God asks Emes and Emes says, don't create, and Chesed says, yes, create. Obviously, so why is he asking he's going to create anyway? But the same question is in Chumash. It says at the end of Parashat Vereshis that he regretted creating existence. And Mikribor the Mab.
So Rashi explains, it's not regretting. We're talking here, if you regret it, you shouldn't have created it. It's part of the process. God binds himself to a structure. The regretting is that it's not the way, it's not being fulfilled the way I want it to be fulfilled. Here too, there's a stage where we need to know that existence is not a necessity on its own. It's a desired by God. That's the thing. So it's just like, let, let's, he's not bound by it. It's not like he must. Because he had desire, he must. There's no must. It also helps us relate to that dimension. In other words, is we can then say, you know what, once God desired existence, he can't do without us. Or our existence is, is as, as important as he is. No. There's always, you want to be able to always connect to the air that is the divine itself. At the same time, you want existence. I mean, that's the bottom line. The whole through, all, all these steps would altogether not be necessary. God doesn't need to explain to us how he creates. He could just say, we popped into existence, and, and that's it. And then, and then what's the problem? God created us. He wants us to be able to retrace the steps. So therefore, these are the steps of how you so-called have a relationship. Like we talked about mitzvahs. When you have a kavanah, the mitzvah is a kavanah pratis. You're doing tefillin. You're doing mezuzah. Kashos. Or, and then there's the kavanah klolis. The rotsna elian. So you can say, one second. What do we need the pratim when you have the kolim? And what do we need the klolim? Klol, if you have the pratim. The answer is, you want both. You want on our terms, you want the desire as it manifests in our lives. So there are distinctions. But then there's the, the, the state of desire that is not bound yet to those distinctions. That's what he's saying here. And that state, hypothetically, yes, could be a different way. It's not, it's not, it's not about whether it's going to go another direction or not. The point is, it's not bound. In other words, there's an expression. Everything is always, all these levels are there always, all the time, all the time. Or else you wouldn't, the whole Rosh Hashanah, when we ask for God to renew, you could say, hey, second, I do not think God's going to renew existence anyway. What I meant to say was, was that when reading Ayn Bays, it sounded like the Rishus and Ratzon only took place before the Ratzon before. There's no before and after. It's always, all the time. It seems like, okay, but... It doesn't seem like, not to me. Maybe it seemed to you. No, Because there's nothing. It's Lamayel and Mizman. Right, no, but what I'm saying, once you got the ball rolling with the Ratzon, it sounded like then, you know, then it was a set deal. And here he's saying, no, Rishus... Remains. Now, if you look at the end of chapter 69, he makes it very clear. As a matter of fact, even more than here. How, right, exactly. But That's that, all that, that sounded like it was only in the first stage. And here he seems to be saying it's... it's, it's well, one second, what's... Here, here he's saying that the, the why we have the Omer Osev, the why we have the Omer Osev, because we still have the Rishus, you can still change the mind at that point. To me, they're both of them are the same. I don't see the difference. So you think it, 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 well, it's, 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 as a matter of fact, it's exactly the same level. Same. What he's saying here, that could be Shinui, uh, is basically Zrotzen, he's saying here what he calls Yechelos. I thought Yechelos was my no, no, no. He said this in the state of. He said, "Why is it rishus?" You say, "Bereish from Manusa de Malka." So he said in the beginning, "But Chilus rishus and Verotzin." Yeah, but, but that's before. That's not Eirin Sof. That's after Eirin Sof. That's where the Rotzin. That's his after of the of the Etzma or that's so Lifnei Simsim. No, no. There's also Lifnei Of course, he's talking here the level of um, the Rotzin, the first level. We're talking the first level is 100 percent before the Simsim. The first level of Ratzin that he's speaking about here, Baruch Asha Amar Elam, is before the Tzimtzum. It's the Ratzin within Eir. 
And so, so here he says it's, it's Rishus, and here he says it's Rishus. That's why you need Baruch Haimer Va'esa, in order to bring that into a definitive action. That's what he said right now. He doesn't say Mishana Adain. He says, Shinui means it's a state where it's not not Nasiya yet. That's why you need another Hapshacha, Baruch Imavaisa. Don't think in human terms. You think in human terms. I made my mind, my mind, then I changed my mind. We're not talking like that at all. That's not what we're discussing here. We're talking about God doesn't need anything. So he can pull the plug whenever he wants to pull the plug. There's no, there's no necessities altogether. You know, so it's not about, it's, it's about different levels of, of manifestation. That's how we have to understand it. So, Sarah Lees, Simpson, Vashacha, Shani, Sarotson, Lamaisa. Vahainu, Borach, Emer, Vaisa. Clearly, second, I'm Shacha. And that's Borach, Emer, Vaisa. Lufiza. I'm continuing learning chapter 8 here. You have it? Okay. Okay, so that's the additional. So we went from Klal to Prat, and now we moved. And, and, and like I said, he could have said, Baruch Shama Vahaya Elam Vaisa. Or Eimer Vaisa. But he says, Baruch Eimer Vaisa. So second Hamshacha, which makes it definitive. Like when we speak about, and we spoke earlier about that there's the level where there's spherous Enkets. Okay? Hello? Spheres and cats. And then there's a level Shir Atzmi Bekeyach, how he wants ten hidden spheres. So, do you think the, 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 the infinite spheres level has disappeared? Of course not. Right now, within the ten spheres, there's a possibility for infinite spheres. Because it's all Agnes. Only thing is it's concealed. But from the perspective of Atzmus, like he said earlier, not from his perspective, but Erkei, when he looks at ten spheres, he doesn't see ten spheres. He sees infinite spheres. Or beyond infinite. However, at the same time, his power is also that he wants the gvul. He wants the, the, the structure of ten. So, the point being is that, with, that even though we see a world as we see it, yes, there's one dimension that we only see the limitation. There's another dimension from Havaya is also Elohim. Havaya also looks, when God looks, he also knows the structure he created. But if you go to another level within Elokus, there's a point where it becomes all equalized. To the point where it is as if it doesn't exist. Because it's just one thing, the Ayin and Yesh are all one. So you're really just talking about dimensions of reality, actually, within the reality that we see here. And you want to have it in levels. You don't want it to jump. You don't want Baruch Shem suddenly to become Isa. You want that to be, that's the state that covers the general desire. Which, in essence, could be Shinri, means it doesn't have to be ten spheres. It could be eleven, it could be a million, it could be infinite. Then you have the state where it becomes now defined as ten, and not eleven. Ten and not nine. That's the Shiraz Mebekeach. But then there's the state, Baruch Emer Ve'esa, that the Asiya now has so-called given a definition. It's definitive. Once Hashem says, Yehi Oyer, Yehi Rakia, He's not, there's not an Amir Kholos anymore. You know, so there's no, that's what means here, no Shin. This is not a definitive structure. That's the second Baruch Emer Ve'esha. 
that comes after the first one. You know, you could even argue more, that even in the first Rats and Kalali, he also has definitive what he's going to do in the next stage. But there it's not defined yet. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. But that's all the first level. That's the first level of Rats. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, the Fiza Gam Shamaisa Bechal, Veloy Befrata Dayan. According to this, even if the mice is there in a general form, form, form and not in detail, it has to come through a tzimtzum, a new tzimtzum, and a new hamshacha, and a new transmission. Okay. In other words, according to what he said now, the additional element he's saying that even if you want to say Baruch Sha'amar Vahoya Elam includes Maisa, it's only in general, not in detail, and it still needs to come through a Tzimtzum Namshacha, a new transmission, a new Baruch. V'koi hakol adayim b'chines ha'atzmis tarim shabah now all this is still talking about how it's in the level of Atzimis before it came to a complete revelation in the Kavachut, in the thread and ray of light that shines after the Tzimtzum. Meaning it's still discussing in the level of still Shir Ba'atzmeidayin that it's still in his envisioning, in his allocation, in his estimation this particular measurement. That means that also in the level of where Shir Adain, where he's estimating within himself, Adain That also in the state where he's still estimating this, this how you love it is in order to come into action and it should not remain just a desire alone. See, this is where it gets a little confusing. Because seemingly, now he's going back to Shirat Mibakayach. In other words, he's suddenly saying that there is a, a another state. You know, Baruch Aymer Va'isa, which is, what's it, what is it referring to? Shirat Mibakayach? Or is it referring to what comes after the tzimtzum? So let's read on. And I think this is where the Rebbe Rashab gives us a lot of clarity. Because the Rebbe Rashab, it's very clear. The Ratzin has all the details in it, but it's not revealed. Even to himself. Baruch Hu makes it revealed within himself. That's the Shir Atzmebekeach. Then comes Baruch Emer After the tzimtzum, it comes into action. Here, the Rebbe, the Metal Rebbe went right to Baruch Emer so and then he goes back to Shiratsu Bikayak and we'll see now that this is that when you read it on your own you get confused. Where are we now? So that's mathematical now. So let's say even so Baruch Aimer you could argue is referring to now no longer is it a general desire. You could say it's Shiratsu Bikayak. Now he's defined the desire in ten, ten hidden spheres. So it's Baruch Aimer Seemingly it's Baruch Aimer because now it's no longer a Shinui, as he said, it's the second Hamshacha. The first time Shacha was a general desire. 
Baruch Shamer Vahelel. The second one is Baruch Eimer Vaisa. Shiratz Mebekeach. That's how you would you would hypothetically interpret this without Ayin Beis. But let's continue and let's see where he's going, and then we can see is there a difference between the two or not? Because here apparently he says it's all Fnei Atzimtzum, but then he says like this. Now, in order for there to be such a great jump, quantum leap, such a leap, from the concealment of his essential desire, seamless desire, a jump from Baruch Shamar Vahaya, to the big jump and leap, to come to say and do, which we just said is a big leap, because you're now getting into Klal to Prat, one, and number you're going into now definitive as opposed to an undefined. So in order for it to be such a leap, there has to be between them an, a connecting interface. Back to interfaces. For who There we go. And this is what says Because remember, between Baruch Sha'amar Vahaya Elam and Baruch Eimer Vahaysa, there's a Baruchu. A third Baruch. So we have like this. Baruch Sha'amar Vahaya is the general desire. Now, Baruch is the Mamutza they saying, interface. And then comes Baruch Eimer Vahaysa. So in order for it to be a jump between these two, you need this interface. Pirush. What's the meaning of Baruch He is blessed. Who is Loshan Nister? It's not Baruch Atta. It's who? He? It's Lashanista. It's a concealed, it's a it's a, a concealed term meaning who? Blessed is he. Not blessed is you. When you say you to someone, you're speaking to them face to face. Who are you speaking in the third person? What is the what's the nista? What's concealed? That's referring to that concealed essential desire, Shanishir Batsmusi Behelam. That remains concealed in the Adsam Shayum Shah Vyovim in the Helam the Gili. That's what it means Barakhu. The level of who that's concealed should now be revealed. From Helam the Gili. Kadesha Yuchalis Aimer Vaisa. In order for there to be step three, the Aimer Vaisa. This is all these bundles. So what do we have? Barak Shamar Vahaya Elam is that this desire emerges. But it's all concealed. And now we're asking for it to be revealed in order to come into Baruch Eimer Vaeseh. Which is interesting. So you really have three Baruchs going on here. The first Baruch is taken from Eirein Sov, the Etzem, where there's altogether no desire. The second, the, the Baruch Shamar Vahelem is the first one that takes it into a general desire. And then step two is you want to bring from that who, from that general hidden desire, it should be revealed. In order for them to come third baruch, that's the meaning of baruch who, and then Can you give me the the, the scissor a second? One second, baruch baruch shemar Well, hold on, hold on, one second. I want to make sure. I'm all confused now. We say it every day, but. <laughs> Man alive. No, no, I'm right. I, I thought so. Because he started not saying Baruch here. So he said, Baruch Shamil, Baruch, Baruch, Emer, Okay.
So there's a third baruch for sure. No, later, later. I'm talking about these three right now. No, because he was not saying. He doesn't say baruch imer ve'esa. He just says imer ve'esa. What's concerning me was I'll tell you what's concerning me. I just want to see one language here. Okay, that's what he says here, clearly. If you look back in chapter 7, I was just distinguishing. What happens by Baruch Sha'amar Vahoy Elam? So he's saying, in order for there to be altogether a Ratzin, even a Ratzin that's concealed, Okay. Interesting, right? Yeah. Okay, so so far, we we can say it's consistent with the uh, Ayin Beis. And, and the contrary, Ayin Beis really explains it. See, Ayin Beis adds that Gili La'atzme adds a tremendous element, which he doesn't say here, because the question really is, what's the difference between Baruch Hu and Baruch Sha'amar Vahaya Elam? He says you need a Mamutza. But what's really the difference? Why can't you just skip from Baruch Hu and say, Baruch Sha'amar Vahaya Elam? Okay, that's the hidden desire. And then from there, Hamshacha, into connecting it to the details. The Ayin Beis answers that. Because the Baruch Shem of Elam is a Ratzin that's not even revealed to himself. Baruch Hu adds a revelation to himself before you have the Oysa. Because what remains unclear here, what's this big jump? I mean, it's a big jump, I understand. But so that's a jump. Why do you need a third step? Why do you need the middle step here? Why not just jump from Baruch Shem of Elam to Baruch Oymer Vahayi he's also saying another bracha. But the gili la'atzme, the gili l'zulis, that changes it a lot. That Because baruch shamar elam is a desire, but desire is completely concealed. Like he says, helam. For that to even have expression, to him, first he needs shir atzme b'koyach to himself. Then you can have baruch emir which is ak in ayin beis. Here, no mention of ak altogether. Just for the record. But I'm saying... If you read this alone, you could argue all these three levels are before the Tzimtzum. You could argue that. Even though he does say that Isa happens after the Tzimtzum. But okay, let, let's see here what goes on. Let's continue. Interesting, right? The comparison. You can see here how the Rebbe Rashab worked this through. And, and brings it to a whole different level. That's what I wanted to really achieve here. You know, it's how would the Chassidim have learned the Mitla Rebbe before I am Beis? Okay. It's also important how to daven when you say Baruch Shamar. What are you supposed to be thinking about? Now you understand why some Chassidim never got beyond Baruch Shamar. <laughs> <laughs> They're busy figuring out. They can't figure out the levels. <laughs> Baruch Hu. 
You could just sit there for. Nothing, uh... right? Okay. See, he doesn't say Baruch Imrus. That's why I wanted to go back and check. I was, I knew that it says. Now, interesting parentheses here that I must I realize. Vigami Spanish calls there, and also. All this can be explained if you The way it's explained in the intention, in the kavanas of the Siddur of Arizal, the Baruch Shomar who pchinus radlo, the Baruch Shomar is the level of reishad lo yisyada, that high level lo yisyada means it's not known. Or Baruch who pchinus chachmas t'mod arachampin, that's chachmas t'mod, still t'mod, but it's chachmas t'mod. Kamoshe kosmo kamacha barichus. Like it says elsewhere at length, the Daila Maven. It's enough to understand it. So let me tell you what, I don't know if I'm a Maven, but I'll tell you what it says there. And I see now what he's doing. Remember I spoke, began this whole thing I said, that earlier in chapter, uh, right, 23, uh, was it 23? Yeah. So he spoke the whole thing in Ak. He says, Right? Chapter 23. In chapter 150, he says there's two interpretations. Here he's saying the parentheses that all the, that this can also be explained. Basically saying you can reconcile the two. Because, and that, now I understand what means that's not Gili La'atzmi. Reishad Le'isiyada means that it's not known, not only to the level, also it's not only to lower levels, but also itself it doesn't know. So that's what he's saying here at law, that Baruch Shama Elam. Like the Arizal says. That's explained in the Siddur. Remember I said to you the Siddur is the, 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 the discourses of the Alter Rebbe is, is brought in the Siddur. And then comes the second level Baruch Hu is uh, Arachamp. Then comes Galgalta is Baruch Emer Ve'esha. So basically you can speak the same thing it's, it's just in a different level. And I believe that Samach Tzaddik on Siddur when he explains Baruch Shomer in his Siddur Ayur on the Siddur connects it also. He speaks about the Vahoya from the Shalah, how it's lifting at Simpson, I have to look it up. But I think that helps also create a bridge between these two interpretations. But that's what he adds here. Okay, let's continue. Borach Gezer Mekayim. Okay, so now. So now we've covered three things. According to the Ayim Beis. Baruch Shomer V'hoya Elam Baruch Hu is the Rotzen B'Reisho Menusa Demalka Shir Atzmei B'Kayach where he actually defined and engraved that's that's revealed to himself and then Baruch Emer V'Eisen Ayin Beis is Ak then he goes on that Yitzira Klolos and Nasir Klolos is Gezer Mekayim and Moise B'Reishis which is Atzilus now he continues here and explains the next one. Baruch Gezer Mekayim Baruch Yisabrei. Next two. What is Baruch Gezer Mekayim Baruch Yisabrei? Pirush. So let's see how he goes here. Ki Acha Shabbat Rotzen Shabbat Musei. That after we finish those levels we just discussed, after the Rotzen Shabbat Mus, the desire within the essence, which started with Baruch Shomer Vahaya Elam, went to Baruch Hu, and then went Baruch Emer Veisa. Even the way it comes into details, now we call it Eimer 
it's still in a form of gili of atzmus alone. It's still possible for it not to actually be fulfilled, be sustained in poel mamish. I'm just comparing it. Remember, he said before, in Ayam Beis, he called that Ak. Ak is only a Heskim. It's not Shaykh that's... It's like when he spoke about the king. The king has not yet decreed. He's only stated it. So here's another level. Before we said about there could be a shinui. He's also saying here that not there could be a shinui again. It's not as manifest. So the, in other words, within the king, within the artist, now we have already revealed himself. Not only revealed, we also have now a defined desire that's connected to Asiya. He's ready to act. But bottom line is, he's not painted yet. He's not begun the actual physical creation process. And if he would create from this level, like he said in Ayan Bayes, it would be a completely different type of existence. What were the words he used? Dayan Lisa says, But he says, It's only in the Shomas de Gufus, it's not Kalim yet. I'm just using the I am base to explain this. And now we need another, a fourth level of Baruch. We need another concealment and another transmission. That this Ratzin, this desire that said, in order to in order to create, one second, number four, come on, one second. It should come into Akiyum. That's going to be Gezer Mekayim. It should actually come into reality. Kamoi ki hu amar vayehi. Like when we say, hu amar, he said vayehi, and it was. V'chein v'hi chein. Like we say in the Chumash, it says, v'yeme l'kimi hi oir, v'hi oir. Or v'hi chein later. What do you need v'hi chein, the second one? Because what's wrong with him just saying it? Because he wanted the saying to come into action. That's why you say, God said, and and then it was such. It was so. That's adding the Gezer Mekayim. The example he cites in Ayim Beis, I'm just looking at this similar. Like a king who decrees. I'm sorry, that he says, he states, And reveals his desire, Elas is Ezodover, to perform some type of action. It's not necessary that, that it will be fulfilled immediately. Only to the point, only when he he has to decree and says, I want this fulfilled. I decree so and so. Just that he has a desire for it does not create an order, a command. Only when he's a command. It's a to say, the decree of the word of the king. 
of the king, kingdom. Lekayim zeharotzen sharetz alasis. The the kayim to fulfill this desire that he desired. So there's two steps here. He he has a desire to decree. He may even discuss it. But then comes I decree. That's when it becomes action. Interesting additional step. In other words, it becomes even. It's not enough for the king to just say, I'm dreaming about it, I desire it, and someone else. He has to bring it into a gzera for it to really be real and fulfilled. Okay. The hainu gezer mekayim. And this is the when we say gezer mekayim, he decrees and it's fulfilled. Peter's b'shvila kiyum. So not gezer mekayim. You know, gezer mekayim, you can interpret gezer. He decrees and he fulfills. No, Gezer is in order for it to be fulfilled. Gezer, he decrees in order for it to be Mekayim, for it to be fulfilled. Because you can also interpret Gezer, he decrees, or Mekayim, and he fulfills. The meaning here is no, he decrees and therefore it's fulfilled. Peter's Beshvilakim, Vizelo Nikra Beshem Amira. And this is no longer, this is not called the word speaking. Because the Amir is only the desire. This is called by the name of decree and a command. It's focusing on the fulfillment alone, on Kiyum itself. No, it's not just talking general desire with all the details. We're talking about here the focused decree on this Kiyum, that this, I decree this particular thing should be fulfilled. In order to fulfill his desire. In other words, this Amshachi is adding is not just a general Amshachi, it's also specific to this particular element, the Dal. Hmm? Whatever it is that he wants. It means he's more applying himself to the detail here, not to the Klal. It's not just, I desire in general. It's, it's very, yeah. So that's why, like that's why he says nine bays. That's the keli. That's already akudim. That's yitzira de klolos. It's not just bria without shape and form. Here, there's some type of shape. Let me just see something. This is very level of Chachm, which is called Reshis. It means You create everything with Chachm. This is now the end of chapter uh, 70. Well, he says, yeah, two percent. He's going to say it here too. Here, I think it goes the other way. There, he says first that the chachm itself has to be created, and then he says with chachm he creates. 
Here we began the other way. He says that something gracious. Everything is made with Chachma. Here you need another Baruch. It needs another Tzimtzum and a transmission on its own. What's the Inyan of this? is as is known, the meaning of the Bereshis is, like he says here, he also brings that here at the end here, that it's B'chuchmasa. Bereshis means to create with wisdom, B'chuchmasa. Like it says, with wisdom you shall build, even you build a house. God, with wisdom, established earth. Now that is that, which means, like an example, a desire. That comes into action to build a structure. Similarly, when he decrees and it's fulfilled to actually bring the building into action, to build in actuality, then specifically, once he wants that geyser makayim, he wants an actual creation, a structure, that's when he specifically needs to the haskil, to meditate, to contemplate, and to to understand, to uh, plan. How and what this, in what way this, this structure should be built. And everything is according to a reason and a, and a seichel and an intelligence, a design. Like when David said in the way of building the base of the like God's hand over me uh, it, it, it caused, caused me to conceive. In other words, it came with a God's plan, which is a certain which conceived ideas within David, all according to God's plan. And according to this profound and qualitative beichus in the depth, amuka depth and profound reason. The reason for the desire, that's how the structure will be will become will be brought into action. This is the simple meaning that everything is created and this is also that, so that's what call because there's another interpretation that he's going to say in a moment. That's also the meaning dafka. Not bereishes, you create bereishes, but you created bereishes, bichochmasa, with bereishes. That's like I said, is the second interpretation in Ayin Beis. Here is the first one. Like it says in Zer, Abba Omar, Chochma speaks, and and Mafkid and And gives like a pakadon. He gives it. He he, he uh, tra- not transmits. He. And that's what's opposite of acquire, uh, of transferring over. Transfers to ima. Shenikar umna. Ima is called umna. Means the worker, the 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 practitioner. No, the practitioner, the um, the artisan, the craftsman. Al derech moshel. For example, a chacham shemitzava. 
Like a wise person who commands, and orders. Gives a pekudah, is also from the word pekudah. Yeah, the Chochmah speaks and mafkid, also from the word pekudah, the orders. According to his wisdom, le'uman to a worker, to a craftsman, that he should build the way this building should be done. Like, like, yeah. And what it says, you could explain also, this is the second interpretation, and I is the first one. Which is not the pastors. The chokhmah is called reishis. Gam hi bab That chokhmah, which is called reishis, also she comes in the form of asiya. Like it says, chokhmah comes from ayin. From where? Because chokhmah itself is the creation. And that's meaning Not that he creates with Bereshis, with Chachmeh, but He creates two Bereshis. Creates Bereshis itself from nothing. Like it says, is also an utterance. Being that it's a general utterance to all the details of the structure that, that, um, that emerge from it. So Bereshis is also a creation, also an Amira. Baruch Eisei Bereshis. Ve'en lo'i arech l'gabe b'chines Amira de Rotsen Klali. He's just not qualifying. It's not, however, we said also before the Rotsen, there's also Baruch Sha'amah v'hoya elam. But there's no, there's infinite distance. It doesn't, it's not comparable to the, to the Amira, to the, to, the, to the speaking of the general desire before. Because that one is higher for altogether from reason and wisdom. And it's also the general source for all the detailed actions. Meaning, to all the details, meaning not just the details of the Maisa, but the details of the desires for the Maisa. Ah, one word here. And just, just it was an epiphany. You see what he's saying here? That's going to be the foundation of the makifim. Remember, he's not talking primim here. You could say all oh, this is primi. He says it's the root for all the desires for the for the actions. That means it's the root for the makifim of the specific makifim of each of the worlds. That's what he just added here. That last line. You see, Hainu leprati Yeah, because he's talking here the Rotson of Chachma, the Rotson for Chachma, not the Chachma itself. The Rotson for Chachma. So there's, so we have the Rotson. Okay, so we really have five levels, which is exactly the beginning of chapter 71, and Ayin Bey starts. So now we have five levels. We have five levels here. Level number one, we have the, well, the first level we're not counting. Oyrein Sof. Level number one is Baruch Shamar Vahoya Elam. A desire, Ola Britseine. You have Bereish from Manusa the Malkam. But it's not even revealed to himself yet. It's like Bereish the Loyus Yadam. 
Then you have Baruch Hu. That the the interface. In order for it to come to the next level, you need to have to be revealed to himself. It's like Gilim and Ahelam. That the Hester, who, which was concealed, should be revealed. Then comes Baruch Eimer Ve'esa. In Tashar Tfil is not clear, but from Ayin Beis it's clear. It's after the Tzimtzum now. Now the mirror. Now that you have this interface of Baruch Hu, it's revealed to himself. So now comes Eimer Ve'esa. Now it's connected to Asiya. It has details in it, but it's still a machshava. It still it hasn't yet decreed it. Then that's so that's like ak the heskim in general heskim torn to ayin beis. Then comes baruch gezer mekayim level four, where now he's decreed it. So it's it's, it's a kiyum It's an action, and then comes the chachma baruch eisabereish is the chachma that's necessary. Both chachma is created now. And that with Chachmi creates the details of the of the structure. That's the five levels. Two are before the Tzimtzum and three are after, according to Ayin Beis. Here you could technically interpret either way, but obviously with Ayin Beis we go with that way. Because here it doesn't say, because then where does Gezer and Mekayim come? After the Tzimtzum? It's Mashma, it's before. I'm, I'm just trying to read it in the words, because he says, Shir Atzmei Bekayach. So that's chapter 8 in Sharad Phila. Now, the thing that's going to be very interesting now is that in the next chapter, he continues with the Hemshech of the Davening, Baruch Merachem Allah Aretz, comes next. I'm sorry? Yeah, 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 I know that, of course. But the key thing that Ayim Beis does, that he also does later in chapter 10 here, is the connection to the five expressions at the end of in Baruch Yetzer. Oh, yeah? Adenu, Zenu, yeah. He says it in, in, in chapter Ayim I know, I know, in Ayin Aleph. Ayin Aleph or Ayin Beis? So. Uh-huh. Well, what time is it now? I have no problem learning chapter 71 maybe now. Now I'll go back here before we go to the Sharat Fila. Um, the question is whether we can cover a chapter here. Or do we just stop? Whole chapters about these five levels. Sure, call. What do you think we should do? I think we should. We could uh, start it, stop it. Okay, let, let's stop here. Let's stop here. So, so, so we'll stop here. So we did. Uh, uh, we did chapter in Sharat Fila, chapter eight. After doing chapter seven, comparing it to Ayin Bay's. Chapter 69 and 70.